Today is Tuesday, June 27th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. The major headlines continue to play out internationally in the wake of the attempted coup against Russian President Vladimir Putin. Last night, Putin gave an address where he blasted the Wagner Group as traitors who helped Russia's enemies. He insisted that Russia is united and promised that the people who rebelled will be brought to justice. Meanwhile, the exiled head of the Wagner Group, Yevgeny Prigozhin, defended the near mutiny, saying that it was not a rebellion but a march of justice, meant to prevent the destruction of the group and in protest of how the war in Ukraine had been handled. Sure, Jan. In an adjacent story, Switzerland's main intelligence agency released its annual report yesterday, where they allege that Russia continues to have dozens of spies at its own embassy in Bern and its mission to the UN in Geneva. The report claims that out of the approximately 220 people in those diplomatic outposts, at least a third are likely still active for Russian intelligence agencies, and that Switzerland is one of the countries in which the most Russian intelligence agents are deployed undercover as diplomats. The agency added that China is also believed to have dozens of spies in such diplomatic positions, though significantly less than Russia, and that they are more likely to have spies masquerading as scientists, journalists, and business people. Of course they chose Switzerland. Easy access to the bank accounts. The Supreme Court has been booked and busy lately, and not just with luxury travel. Yesterday, the court lifted its hold on a case involving the Louisiana electoral map, which now increases the chance that the Republican-led state legislature will have to redraw their map to create another mostly Black congressional district that would more accurately represent the state's demographics. The legal battle over the electoral map has been going on for over a year, with a federal judge and Louisiana's Democratic governor, John Bell Edwards, claiming that the map discriminates against Black voters. As it stands prior to this decision, the map that was used in the 2022 midterm election has white majorities in five out of six of its districts, which are all currently held by Republicans, despite Black people accounting for one-third of the state's population. Now, after the Supreme Court's ruling, they will have to go back and redraw the map to create another majority Black congressional district. Because yes, two out of six is one-third. Clearly, it's just going to take a few extra centuries to fully get a grasp on the whole representative government concept. In another big drop yesterday, the court declined to take up a case involving a skirts-only dress code for girls at a charter school in North Carolina. The school, which actually goes by the name Charter Day School, operates outside of the public school system, despite being designated as a public school under North Carolina law and receiving 95% of its funding from the government. Charter Day, as I am assuming the locals call it, says that it enforces the skirts and dress only dress code for girls as a reflection of their aims to quote, emphasize traditional values. The ACLU brought a lawsuit against the school on behalf of several parents of female students on the grounds that the skirts requirement is unconstitutional under the federal discrimination law, Title IX. Prior to this, a lower court had already ruled in favor of the ACLU on the grounds that the dress code did violate federal discrimination law and the Supreme Court's refusal to take up the case means that that ruling will stand, unlike the girls at Charter Day for hemline measurements. The 
Department of Transportation announced that they will award almost $1.7 billion in grants for buying low and zero emission buses. The funds are available thanks to the 2021 Bipartisan Infrastructure Act, throwback, and will enable transit agencies in 46 states and territories to buy U.S.-built low and zero emission buses. Government officials say that the new buses will be a boon for public health by reducing diesel exhaust, and that the new buses will be easier to maintain. So far, the Department of Transportation has invested a total of $3.3 billion, and they expect to award another $5 billion in grants over the next three years for this cause. If that's what you can do with $8 billion, imagine what could have been done with the $44 billion that Elon Musk paid for Twitter. For our final story today, parts of South and South Central Texas have been experiencing extreme heat for the past two weeks, with temperatures forecast to get even hotter and expand to other parts of the South. More than 90 record high temperatures are expected to be broken later this week in states from Texas to Missouri to Florida, topping 100 degrees in multiple cities. After Texas came close last week to breaking the state's record temperature of 120 degrees. I mean, they did promise that everything would be bigger. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.